Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. Yeah, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Ha! Good golly. Holy hell, here we are. Tuesdays with anal. How the hell are you, Fatty? We're back. I'm doing pretty good. Happy 9-11 to you. Oh, yeah. It's been years. The towers, I never forgot. Yeah, we're recording on a Tuesday for next Tuesday. Sometimes you don't like when I give up the details. I'm not a big meat and curtain pullbacker. Oh, I love a meat curtain. Yeah, me too. I like to get two fingers in there and just spread it like a butterfly's wing. Yep. Bullet with butterfly wings. The bullet. That's a vibrator. Ah. That's a song by the Smashing Pumpkins. It's a television commercial. It's a television. I used to like those pumpkins. Oh, the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, well, Siamese Dream, one of my favorite albums of all time, and then Melancholy also. Just wonderful. Wasn't that a double CD? That was a double. Melancholy uh-huh. and the Infinite Sadness and uh, some great, great tunes on there. And then they got a little wacky. Once you bring in a drum machine, I'm a real Ooh. I'm a real purist. Wait a minute. Is Once that, you have a loop. Was that, was that the Asian guy? James Eha? Uh-huh. He was the guitarist. Oh, he was guitar. A drum machine is a machine that makes drum sounds. Like oh, a, I thought it was an Asian joke. Uh, well, I thought that at Corgan, he's a bit of a, a wee-wee. Big cunt. Big, big, big whiny wiener. cunt. That's yeah. the big, that's the, uh, that's the 411 on him. Yeah, big wiener and, uh, just annoying. And he gets a little whiny. Yeah, that, that bugged me. But that 1979, boy, that song hits me right in the clit. And we don't even care. Yeah. yeah, that's a fun song. Well, my favorite song on that one is called, uh, 33. Uh-huh. I believe, and it's a beautiful, wonderful ballad. I listen to it quite a bit. All right. And then uh, the that Siamese Dream album. Is also, Gish. Gish. That's like the early, early shit, and that was great. I like Gash. Great. Oh, man. Love a good, love a good Gash. Yeah. Uh, I, wonder what, I, mean, I wonder if there's any show we have not referenced sex. No, no chance. Got to be zero, right? Zero. I mean, it, it brought us here. <laughs> it brought us together. We fucked the first time we met. That's true. The Chipotle was messy. My parents raped each other. Anyways. Hey, hey. Good to, um, good to be back. It's a, it's a, a crummy, drizzly 9-11. I haven't seen you since 1986. Yeah, since the actual towers. Yeah, they were, they were there. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, however you're celebrating today, we, we wish the best for you. Hey, has this joke been done? I just thought of this. Twin Towers, it was an abortion. What? They were twins. <clears throat> oh. All right. Nah, I don't think. I think that's a stretch. Yeah. It's like abortion. You don't just associate abortion with twins. I guess not. But it, like the, the twins, twins is the only the part t- that's baby. It, it makes it baby But connection. they're not really babyish because they were like, you know, 30 years old, they're yeah. tall, they're big. Yeah. They're filled with people. All right. Unless you're a Catholic baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scratch it from the notebooks, folks. But, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't do anything with that one. Yeah, well, after what's going on in the press these days, I'm scared to type anything out. Yeah, it's a scary, wacky doodle time. I mean, it's really... This is a real bad time in our society. This is ugly. Here's the thing that happened. Anything that happens, and 
we're recording this a week early, so there's probably been 20 news stories that have blown up, come and gone. Yep. Everybody, this is the main issue with our society. Not the main issue, but one of the serious issues with our problems, our society right now. Within a story breaking, something happens. Yep. Everybody is 100% sure of their feelings, what should happen, what shouldn't happen, who's right. And if you don't agree, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And that's a real problem. You cannot disagree. If you disagree, you're the enemy. But what about discussion? Maybe you're wrong about something. Maybe I have some information you don't. I don't care. You don't agree with me? Blow me. You're out. But they don't even take time to think, what do I feel about this actually? What is, what's really going on here? Are there yep. more layers? They just they see a headline and they go, that guy's a piece of shit. Yep. And, uh, and anyone that likes him is a piece of shit or whatever it is. Or, or the, the chair umpire is racist and sexist and I don't, I'm not even going to watch the match even though I've never seen a match. Right, right. It's, it's all very – and that's just a couple of examples. Whatever it is – politics and election everyone just goes this is completely wrong this is completely right i'm right and i'm not listening to nothing well i think you got to break it all down because i think the outrage for a lot of people is fun they don't realize that they think they're angry but they're actually riled up and it's exhilarating and they love it yeah it's fun to get after it it's fun to get after it and you go no actually that didn't happen they go fuck you because now you're taking away their fun Mm-hmm. You're taking away the action figures and the and the guns and the the flames. You know they want the 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 fucking what do you call that uh, the wrath. They want to punish the wrath of Khan. Yes, they want the aftermath. They want the blood. They want to watch a guy just swallow his own ball sack. I'd love to do that. Yes, if you want blood. You got it. Hey, did you ever hear the N-word in Highway to Hell, the ACDC? Do you no, know about this controversy? No. no. Evidently, it's been talked about a couple of times. On uh, on Stern, I almost want to play it. It's pretty crazy. Huh. The lyric, the second line of the song, supposedly is season ticket, but when you listen to it, it's eager. Really? I'm going to play it for you. But this isn't one of those uh, Aladdin things where he's, you know, hey, kids, take your clothes off. No, all all young, all good teenagers take off their clothes. Yeah, this is one of those where it's like up for debate. Uh, no, this no, is, this one is up for debate. That oh, one's okay. not up for debate. That one's clear. Have you ever watched that? He says, have, all good teenagers take off their clothes. I don't know. We might as well play that one as well. Uh, I can't pull that up. Listen listen to this. I mean, first of all, great tune. A lot of people probably already know what we're talking about. Some of you may not, but listen. Just a great rock and roll tune in general. Hopefully, we don't have to pay for the rights to this. Well, we, we do own the word. and We do own the N-word. Um yeah, get ready for this. You got to right. listen closely. I'm it's the second in. line of this first verse. Here it comes. Not this part. Here it is. Wow, is that a seasoned N-word? It sounds like he says seize a N-word. Oh, but yeah. supposedly the lyric is season ticket, but it certainly don't sound like season ticket. Well, he is Australian. Well, he's Scottish originally. Oh. He's well. a big old Scotsman. I'll, I'll, I'll give know. it a quick rewind. The, uh, the Outback got to him. Here it comes one more All time. Right. Yeah. Here it is. Pretty wild. Seize it on a one-way ride. Supposedly, season ticket on a one-way ride. Uh, season ticket on a one-way ride. I think. I don't know, but I, I definitely heard a season N-word. Yeah, yeah. It sounds a lot like or seasoned. Yeah, yeah. It could have <laughs> spices. Put a little seasoning on them, but 
Oh, yeah, I had never heard of this, and uh, it's pretty pretty wild. Pretty wild, and uh, they got the the what's the Guns and Roses song has an N word. Well, that one's just an N word. That's just a free floating N word. Um, but they got Slash back there, so it almost helps. Well, I love that interview with Slash. He goes, well, my mother's black, so I felt a little uncomfortable with it. <laughs> Said very matter of fact. <laughs> Those were the 80s. But anyways. It's like yeah. Howard, Howard Stern. He's got Robin there, so he can say more things, I feel like. Well, I guess uh, nowadays, Brian Johnson, who's the new, well, he's not the new lead singer. He's been there for 30 years. But when he sings it, he'll really enunciate season ticket, which oh. I thought was so fun. I laughed out loud at that. Like He's like, season ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Why would you say that? Even 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 if you did have the hate in your heart against the Afro-Americane, why would you throw that in a, a giant hit song? Yeah, and it doesn't really make sense. I mean, what? Because the whole thing is about like the rock and roll lifestyle. I'm on a highway to hell. My yeah. friends will be there. You know, maybe he's saying there's an N-word on the on the train. Maybe it's about Hendrix. Oh, you know, he bumped into him once. Interesting. He not, was black. Not that I feel Hendrix. You know, well, I'm saying. I'm using the context of what sure. this guy is saying. Well, anyways. Yeah, boy. Wow, we really made some some headway there. Yeah, I hope we don't get uh, charged or sued. What I think they want to sweep this under the rug. <laughs> I don't think they'll want to go into it. Good point. Uh-huh. Well, anyways, I mean, I got so much to talk about. It's been a wild ride. A wild N-word ride. Yeah. I, I only have a few things looking back, but I'm glad you have a lot. I got a bunch, but I don't want to oversell because then sometimes you run out and, uh, you know, gays in the military. You got that right. They're fucking... And getting married. Yes. Very exciting. Good times we're living in. Yeah. By the way... Jeez, ah, I don't want to get too much into the into the whole scandal, everybody's upset thing, but ah, boy, it's it's sad. It saddens me. Well, it's disheartening. It's a bummer. There's a lot of disheartening things. I think it's a really bad time what? in our society. Is it Trump? Is it... Uh, is no, it Trump the... came... Trump, this is all going on before Trump. He's a... Uh, what know, do you call it? A symptom? It's elevated quite a bit. This is We're on another plane here, baby. Yeah, I think that this stuff created Trump. Ah. That's what I think. I think interesting. Uh, yeah, which... Well, I think a lot of the Me Too stuff is is somewhat of a Trump like grabbed by the pussy, and now he's uh, he's the head head honcho, and yeah, he's the uh, I mean he's a piece of shit. He's sure, a bad bad but... human being. I mean at this point, I mean everyone I get shit and blah blah blah. I don't care at this like at this point. I mean watch some films about him, some documentary, read some books, read some articles. He is a bad person, a yeah. bad human being. Yeah, I think everybody's on board with well, not everybody, but but didn't a lot of white women vote for him? So yeah, shouldn't they be mad at each other? I don't know. Uh, we we, we got to go down a different angle because this right, is not sorry. this is not us. This is not what the pod is. You're this is right. not what the people come. They want to hear about swallowing cum. I'm I'm aloof. I'm gay. I'm curious. I don't know what's going on. It's All it's right. gotten so wild out there. They're changing our program here. We got to get back to the program. I want to come on your program. back and eat my mother out. Yes, eat her out. Flaps, but, uh, mud flaps. Bad guy. Nine eleven. Farts eat and farts for my uncle. Queef on my lunch. Oh, uh, all right. All well, right. So let me let me let me t- let me start this puppy off with a just a little travel story. Oh boy, I got I got one of my wildest. Oh well, let me go first because mine's not that good. No, go first. I'm gonna put the all microphone right. in my ass, please, and then fart on it. All right. So uh, had a great night in New York. You know the whole thing. Thursday, uh, two no. Thursday night, oh, I got a Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Omaha Funny Bone. Omaha, somewhere in middle America. Yes, Counting Crows. That was an N-word. What? He sang that. Sang the N-word? No, he was an N-word. Oh, Adam Duritz? Yeah. Are you sure? I think he's a half. Maybe a half. I think he's a half. He's a, he's a gur. He's a mixie. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't. I'm not comfortable with all this N word. We're not condoning an N word. No, we're not no condoning. N word. No N word. I think he's black or half black. I think he might be half he or was, something. I think was, he might just have uh, hair. No, he was a mixed cocktail. I think he might just have chunky hair or whatever. No, no, what do you call no, that no. when Kinky? you have the chunks? No, uh, what's oh, it called? Uh, dreads. Dreads. I think he just had dreads. I don't call in, folks, because I'm pretty sure Adam was a, a half breed. His name's Adam Duritz. It doesn't sound well. Very that half-y. might be the mom side coming out. But the Adam too. I guess it's Adam Black Adams, Adam Pac-Man Jones, and Adam, yeah. uh, Adam and Eve. Were they black? <laughs> Adam and Steve. <laughs> Steve's black. <laughs> oh, yeah. Steve White. Adam, uh, trying to think of another Adam. I'm black looking up Adam, Adam Duritz. Yeah, give it a Google. He, uh... Does it say that in Wiki? Does it go race? I think it'll go race. you got to go to early life. Yes. Just says music career. Fucking a honky. There's no early life in this section. Ah, uh-huh. it's been scrubbed. Oh, personal life. Personal? Oh, that's very, very personal. personal. He grappled with disassociative mental health issue. All right. That, that sounds, sounds white. White. Yeah. Or Jew. Um, all right. You, you start telling your story. I'll try to get all to right. the bottom of this. Keep Googling. Uh, so. I got a Friday, Saturday, Sunday in Omaha. So Thursday, I'm doing an hour at the cellar. Fat Black, great night. Brendan Ayer comes out. We all have a great time. I think Canner showed up. It was like a hot set. I really, I'm getting this hour together, baby. It's cooking. And just had a great night. Had some drinks after. Tuesdays came out. Got some Chipotle cards. Want to say thanks. Tuesdays. Tuesdays. Ah. And uh, Friday, I had a great day. My flight was at 3. 3? 3 p.m. So were you just flying out for radio the next day? No, Friday show. Oh, my God. And you're leaving at 3 p.m.? Get there at 5. It's a quick flight. Oh, boy. Ah, shit. Well, maybe that's where I fucked up. But I got up, and I'm like, all right, I don't have to be at the airport till 2. I don't have to leave till 1. So I'm doing doing my laundry. I'm working out. I did all this shit before my flight. It felt great because I felt like I still had the day in the city. Yeah. Worked out, ate Chipotle, packed, got all my shit done, get out to Newark, had a great Newark experience. I love Newark. I stole a protein bar, and uh, I uh, stole some jerky. I'm waiting in line for the flight. What do you call that? Group B. Pretty oh, good group for me. Nice group. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm i in line, and they just go, ladies and gentlemen. You're like, all right, come on. Let's keep it moving. They go, flight's canceled. Oh! I've never heard that. I've never been in the line and heard flight's canceled. Oh, my I've God. i a text message. i got an email. I've gotten an anal uh, Kravitz or whatever you call it. Nothing. Lenny Kravitz. Yes. He's black. Half. I think Duritz. I, th- I realize. I think we looked this up before. I feel like three really? years ago we might have done the Duritz. I'm telling you, he's got to be half. I'm reading. I got nothing. I feel like they'd mention that right off the bat. Uh, he's mixed. All right. Shelby, look it up and tweet it out. Yeah. All right. I don't care either way. I'm just saying, you know, Obama half as well. I'm familiar. Uh-huh. All right. So flight's canceled. So the lady goes... Uh, so if you have any questions or just go straight to customer service, everybody's like, oh, geez. And this one girl just darts to customers, just runs out there. And I'm like, I just follow behind her and I just run. I'm now I'm running. I'm dragging my away bag down the corridor, going, going. I just follow her. She gets in the customer service. I get in. I'm right behind her. And, uh, the, the customer service kind of packed. The whole thing, it's like six people behind computers doing the next, next, and you run up, you run up, you run up. She goes up, and there's this sassy, sassy lady who I'm like, God, I hope I don't get her. She's got the 12-inch nails, the crazy hair. She's oh got smacking gum, the whole thing. Big she's got Duritz hair. Yes. So I go, God, I hope I don't get her. I get her. Oh, I had a feeling. Yeah. 
And guess what? I go, hey, look, I got a show tonight. I got to be there by 8. You know, my flight got canceled, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, my God. She was amazing. I, I read the book. Cover wrong. Ah, uh, bad cover. No cove. Well, you can't judge a book by its cover. That's what they say. Although you can. That's why the cover is there. Ah, that's tough. Well, I, ra- I read her wrong. She got me on a flight. It landed at 9.10, so I missed the first show. Oh, my God. But I made it for the second show, but the, the Omaha funny one was pissed. I'll bet. But I, I don't know. I ah, See, that's the thing. If, if it all works out, everybody goes, hey, good to have you. Right. But if it doesn't work out, they go, you're a piece of shit. I hate you. And it, it's worked out 99% of the time. Well, they must not hate you. They, it's, it's an act of God. I kept getting those tw- those texts like, okay, let me know when you land. Uh, geez, I hope you don't miss the late show. You're killing me. I'm like, what do you mean I'm killing you? The flight was canceled. Yeah. But all right. We're at the behest. Yes. So here's the clinker. Mm-hmm. She gets me on this flight. I was lucky to get on. She's like, you're the last guy to get on. I go, all right. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Love the nails. She's like, but you got to run. You got to run. The flight's taking off now. So Ooh. I ran over there. It's lands in Chicago, connection, then to Omaha. So I run the flight. I get on. I'm in 27D. I'm like, oh, I got an aisle, too. This is working out pretty well. I mean, I missed the first show, but you can't win them all. Praise Allah. I get on. There's a, like a hot older guy in my seat. Ooh. It's like a sexy Robert Redford type. Really? He's sexy himself. Exactly. Not a good actor, but sexy. So I go, uh, oh, sorry, man, you're in my seat. And he goes, ah, you sure you're here? And I go, well, 27D, I show him the ticket. And he pulls out a big wad of tickets. Hot guy, you know, he's all all over the place. He's high. He's, he's gay. Hot guys are filled with tickets. Yes, tickets. He's a hot ticket. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Oh, we're selling tickets. Was that what it was? What's the lyric? What? Season ticket. Oh, season ticket. <laughs> yes, that's might be the lyric. Who this knows? Guy was, uh, this guy was a, a cracker. So he goes, he pulls it, he goes, ow, oh, I'm 31B. Uh-huh. And I go, oof, <laughs> buddy, old pal. I'd, I'd hate if that was me. And the, the, the stewardess guy comes up, the, you know, the gay guy with the vest, and he goes, excuse me, we need to take off. What's happening? And I was like, oh, this guy's in my seat. And he goes, I'm next to my son. Do you mind? Oh, the son. And I go, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, I just want to sit with my son. Do you mind? I hate the do you mind. Of course I mind. I hate anyone with a son. Sun suck. I don't even like the moon. Don't let the sun go down on me. No. Well, that might burn. So I go, oh, my God, so where are you sitting? And he goes, 38B or whatever the hell. It's the one against the wall, middle seat, no recline. Oh, no recline middle. No recline middle. I mean, it's literally the worst seat on the plane, literally. Ah. So I go, oh, my God. And then I just go, all right, I'll take it. Oh, jeez. You piece of garbage. But what is that? Do you realize the logic here? Like, let's say I just sat in my seat, and then he showed up at the end. Like, then he would have said, hey, can I sit next to my son? I would have gone, I'm sitting. Yeah. It's though he had the power. He was in the seat. That goes a long way. Well, it's frustrating. I'm happy to switch if I have an equal or greater than seat. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I mean, want you to sit with your son. Fuck your son in the ass, whatever it is. But don't make me get a lesser than seat. I And, and a lesser than seat with no appreciation. So I'm, I'm trudging back to the worst seat on the plane, and I hear him tell the, uh, the stewardess guy, the gay guy, he goes, uh, Thanks, man. And the stewardess goes, don't thank me. Thank him. Oh, that's nice. And I go, yes, thank me. And the whole the whole plane went and uh-huh. turned around. 
And that was my big like cunt moment. Yeah, that's I love a cunt moment. That's all I had. And there was like this fat guy doing like an iPad with the DJ turntables. He was like making beats with the headphones. And I was ah. like, oh, this fat nerd is making beats. And uh, he's never eaten a beat. And I go, hey, hey, I'm, I'm next to you. And you can tell he was like, oh, I thought I had the middle seat open. I'm fat. I'm a DJ. And then I had to sit next to this train wreck. And it was a, the longest flight of my life. And the guy kept looking back at me. And he was playing with his son. And I wanted to kill him. I oh, both. God. These people with their sons. You'd think he'd want to break from his son and vice versa. He didn't He didn't even care about the son, to be honest. He, he wanted the aisle. He wanted the aisle, yeah. And he I, that I, fucking I have seat. doubts that it's his son. I want a paternity test. I looked at him. They had similar uh, features. All right. Yes. How was your feature? Pretty good feature. (laughs) Chris Allen. Oh, Oh, was it Allen? Yeah. Oh, all right. That that delay made it sound like he blew. And then when I heard it was Allen, I definitely... So I had to, you know, I land, finally I land in Omaha after a connection in Chicago. The Chicago airport's a real big mother. Which one? O'Hare? O'Hare. Oh, uh, that's a big one. O'Hare, Hare. Mid-gay's not bad, but O'Hare. That don't mind a mid-gay. What is that, bye? <laughs> All right, so uh, I land in, in uh, Omaha, and Colleen is texting me. She's the owner of the Omaha Funny Bone. I love Colleen. Great lady, runs the, sh- the club like a goddamn champ. It's a beautifully run, well-oiled anal. So I get there, and sh- I, I'm checking my text. She's like, I got my guy picking you up. He's my best driver. His name's Jamie. He's a badass. He he. I had to call him last minute. He's going to fly you through Omaha because it's like a 30-minute drive. Mm-hmm. So I land... They made me check a bag, so I got to wait for the bag. There's no worse feeling. You're just counting the minutes. Mm. You know, you got to get off the plane. You're in the back of the plane. You got to wait till everybody gets off. Then you finally get to baggage claim. Baggage claim takes another 20 minutes. You're waiting for your bag. You're like, why is it my bag ever first? You yes. think at one point it would be first or in the top 10? Yeah, rule of law, yes. Murphy's ass, whatever Odds. it is. So I go, ah, the bag. So Jamie shows up. He's this cool black guy, purple button down. Gold jewelry, older guy, shiny shoes. And I go, holy hell, what are you going out? He's like, I was at a concert. So I'm going to fill you in. I was at a concert. I got my my hoochie wagon. I got like eight girls in the car. (laughs) We were all hanging out drinking. I got the call. It was such good money. I had to take it. Oh, my God. So I was like, oh, my Lord. He reeks of weed. He smells like pussy. A concert? He was at a rap show. Oh, my God. They're starting these shows early these days. What's that? It's an early show, isn't it? I think it started at 8. Oh, all right. Just like my original show. I got you. So uh, the show starts at 10, so now it's like 9.40, and uh, he's like, hey, come out. He's got a like, suburban. It's all decked out, crazy lights and neon and shit on the back. He's got the dice in the mirror, and uh, he's like, you sit up front. And I'm like, okay. I jump in. I look in the back. There's like six gigantic black women like decked out sparkly dresses high heels hair up uh you know the whole thing wow jewelry nails and i go oh my god they're like you are you a bitch you comic i'm like oh yeah they're like you ain't funny motherfucker like the, the whole ride 30 oh, minutes geez. and uh and you could tell they're angry like we got to pick this bitch up you know uh-huh. like he's not funny i thought you was gonna be gallagher what the fuck you know so i get in and uh they're just t- we're talking we're having a good time i'm trying to calm him down and he's he's so upset because he's trying to keep the ladies happy but he's got to do this right so he's like you guys want some food i'm like they'll give you food at the club I, uh, it's on me i'm trying to be nice and they're like man eh, what you got over there i'm like i got burgers chicken wings chicken fingers uh salads i'm like, saying chicken oh sorry <laughs> what's the menu so uh, so they're like, ah, maybe I'll take some, some fried pickles, motherfucker. And I was like, all right, great. And uh, so I throw Jamie a 20. We get to the place. I run right in, and uh, I hug him. He's a great guy. And I go right on stage, 
and uh, had a weird set. But that was it. All right. But I made it. I love it. That's a great story. That wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I wish I got to start taking photographs. Photographs. Well, if you could see the the Jamie, you could see the ladies, you could see the hoochie I wagon. I can see them. You got to have more uh, faith in in your storytelling abilities. I see them all. I can see them. Okay. Em. I got them named. I got the colors. I got the hoop earrings. The whole business. All right. You don't need a photo. Season tickets. I love it. <laughs> they worked. Oh boy. Uh, that. Yeah. Woo. They were good eggs, and it was a, it was a fun ride. But it's just like it's the weirdest thing because you're at Newark. Like, all right, I'll get on a plane. I'll land in Omaha. The opener's gonna pick me up. And then it's like all of a sudden, I'm like. I'm in Chicago. I'm in the middle seat. I'm getting yelled at by Robert Redford. I'm eating the hoochie wagon. I got Jamie. I smell like cool water and chicken. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it, it, this life is very uh, tricky comedy. It's, it's unpredictable. It's unpredictable. Unpredictable. And, and oh. also, it starts to take its toll. Where I, I just got back yesterday from Nashville and Huntsville, and I leave for Buffalo at, oh, the boy. day after tomorrow. And you can't even unpack. You're like, I guess I'll just leave my clothes, but they're dirty. Right. <laughs> It takes a there's no there's no grounding you know. Have you noticed everybody says that now? Let's unpack this. That's a new thing people oh, are saying. Oh yeah, that's up there with branding and uh, the other thing. They do that on like uh, PTI or sports. They're like, we got a lot to unpack here. Yes, yes, always unpacking, which is no fun. No one likes to unpack. No, it's the worst. Packing is fun because it's all up. It's all hope. I kind of hate packing too, though. Because well, you got to go uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, underwear. I think we do, but I think most people pack because they're going to the fucking Bahamas. We're going to Omaha. Yeah, and we're packing every week. Yes. It's hard. It's, it's, it starts to take a uh, toll. Yeah. So that's uh, why we're, we're so grateful for all the fans that yes. come out, the gays and the yes, Chipotle pack. gift cards and the nice words. Go pack Joe. Yes, who's got a baby. Yes, a go, little mini pack. Go pack Junior. I was thinking that's going to... He's got a fanny pack. That's going to really take a toll on his lifestyle. I mean, this guy's oh, going yeah. to like Africa three times a week. He yeah. goes to Greenland and back. I mean, we have baby. You can't just strap a baby on and go to Uganda. I mean, you can put it on the head. <laughs> I suppose so, but then Crystal hasn't practiced that. That's true. But anyways, uh, big shout out to Phil and Chris. We, we love you. Love you. And, and a cute little nugget you got there. I try not to look at it. I don't like a baby. What? Nah, I don't look at it. You don't look at a baby. No, You're it's gonna too much. It. It's going to fall over if you don't look at well, it. I'm not watching the baby. All right. I'm don't, watching my weight. Don't let him watch a child. No babysitting for him. Ho-ho, folks. Time for a nice ad read. RX Bar. I love these guys. Whole food protein bars with simple, real ingredients. They tell you what they what you're noshing on right there on the package. I've noshed on a few packages myself. RX Bars come in 11 delicious flavor varieties. As of May 14th, folks, there's three new hot flavors. Mango, pineapple, peanut butter and berries, and chocolate hazelnut. Good golly, those sound... Delish. Also starting May 29th, RX Bars introduces RX Nut Butter. Woo, that's my favorite porn. Love nut butter. Yeah, made with the same core ingredients as RX Bar Protein Bars. The new nut butters include a base of nuts, peanuts or almonds, egg whites, and dates. I've had a few hot dates myself. Available in honey, cinnamon, peanut butter, peanut butter, and vanilla almond butter. Man, these these flavors are just made for me. I love it. Can't get better. No added sugar, no artificial flavors. Whether you like sweet or savory, chocolate or fruit flavors, there's an RX bar for you. Egg whites for protein, dates to bind it all, nuts for texture. Get it for breakfast, have it on the go, snack at the office, throw it in the bag of the plane. Pre-post workout snack. 
Now, here's the jizz of it all. For 25% off your first order, visit rxbar.com slash Tuesdays and enter promo code Tuesdays at checkout. For a limited time, every order will receive free samples. Free samples. And that ends on June 30th, so you got about a month to get cooking on that. Do it! Tuesdays, promo code at checkout for 25% off. Get some bars, get some muscles, and get some friends. You're very lonely. We'll see you in hell. Thank you. Um, but anyways, boy, I, I got a lot to get to, a lot to unpack here. Unpack. Uh, well, first of all, nine months ago, Greg Stone recorded his album at the Creek in the Cave. Woo, that's a big moment. And I opened. It was quite a moment. I missed all the drama, though, because I, I was leaving the next day for... Bo- uh, I gotta, I'm going to get to this travel story. You're going to jerk off and throw it in my face when you hear this thing. Too late. My God. Ooh, can't open my eye. Uh, so, baby. Greg Stone, our good buddy, our, one of our best pals, one of my favorite guys in the whole wide Great world. Guy. Been good on the show egg. a few times. A lot of queefs with him. He guest yes. hosted an episode He's in, lunch. back in 1997. Oh, those were years ago. Those are different. That was on vinyl. Yeah. So uh, he's doing his album. He asked me to open. I say, sure. And, and this guy, he's stressed out. He's a oh, stress yeah. ball. And an album's a big deal because it's forever. Now, how's this crowd attendance? Well, it's the creek. The creek is tough to really... Pack them out because it's a small room. Yeah, and so it's uh, it's not like a big. I'd like a first an album. I think you want a couple hundred people there. That's what I think. I like personally. That. Maybe three hundred to two hundred. Because here's the thing: when you get two hundred, three hundred people, if a quarter of them laugh, you got still got a nice boost. The problem, yes. and that's for like the subtleties. Sure. The big laughs, every you got a nice big laugh. But when there's only sixty people in the room, fifty people, you get a quarter of those people. You get nine people laughing. Right. So it's tough. Yeah. But, um, the creek, so what do you think they seat in there? Tops, 50? Yeah, maybe if you pack them. I don't know. Because it's like four seats on each side. So it's like eight, 16, 24, 32, and then maybe 20 people in the back. Yeah, maybe, maybe 50, 60. And that's if you're killing it. But uh, it was a fun hang. So we're in the back. And it's hard because for Greg, he's anxious. It's his, it's his special. It's his album. For me, I'm doing 10 minutes at the creek. You got a, a easy peasy. I'm going. This is this is an easy gig here. No stakes. So not much going on. So I go to the U.S. Open during the afternoon. Mm-hmm. My second sesh day session. Sarah meets me out there, and they got a brand new stadium. Louis Armstrong Stadium was always there, but now it's the new Louis Armstrong, oh. and they really knocked this thing out of the park. Beautiful facility, high end, great food. Everything's clean, and there's nothing better than something new. Yeah, it's sparkling. Like a new sparkly stadium. Right out of the box. Started raining. I was there for the first official roof closing of Louis Armstrong history. How about that? Fun fact. And I got to see the the new hot kid. Shh, I can never say his name. The Canadian hot Canadian blonde hair flowing Chapel Bieber. Chapapolovlov. Really? What is Chapolopalafalov. Is he Russian? Chapapolovlov. Maybe he's Russian Canadian. I don't really know. Chapaquitic. Chapstick. No, it's Shap, C-H-A-P-O-L-A-O-P-V-O-V or something. Oh, wow. Shapalova, Shapalapalova. That's a lot of consonants. One of those words, I just I can't say it. I can never say it. I, I don't blame you. Well, does, does the host or the announcer say it? Oh, he's nailing it. Yeah. Okay. Shapalapalapalova. Okay, I think we got to call him Shappy. Shapalophagus. Yeah, Shap. I always called him Shappy. I was like, come on, Shappy! Oh, there you go. Well, he was playing Kevin Anderson, big South African. Sarah wanted to root for the South African because yeah. she's South African. African but I go, Canada is North America. 
we're Americans, goddammit. We're rooting for the American Good Canadian. Good point. Well, so is Mexico. Yeah, but there wasn't a Mexican out there. I'm just saying, you don't hear a lot of people going, hey, Mexico, that's part of America. That's who I root for in the World Cup. Uh-huh. Because we weren't in, because we stank in Canada. They don't know what the soccer ball is. No, they've got that. Yep, that. They're skaters. Yes, they like the hawk. So I'm watching old Chappy Poo. Great match. Him and Anderson going at it. Sarah had to leave, and you're like, all right, she's out. But then part of you is like uh, when... The wife leaves. I can more focus. Sure. I, you know, I'm worried that she's not enjoying it, and I'm of like, course. I'm trying to tell her the score, the whole thing. Does she care for the uh, the stand up ping pong? She enjoys it. She enjoys being out at an event and watching, and there's the drama. It's fun. It's exciting, but not not like I do. You know, I'm yeah. going nuts. So she had to leave. And then, of course, as soon as she leaves, it like picks up. I'm texting her. I'm like, it's going to a fifth set. This is insane. And there's all these Canadians there, so we're rooting for old Chappy Poo. Chappy. And we're going crazy. Oh, Canada. We're singing. It's crazy. Great match. But now. You know how this tennis goes. These five-set matches, they go to a tie break. Then it keeps going and going and going. And so it's like a five-hour match. I'm wearing shorts. I got my shorts on. It's 90 degrees. Uh-oh. So all of a sudden, it starts to get close to time. Yeah. So I text Stone. I forget. It's his album. He's an anxious guy. I'm like, hey, buddy, you mind if I show up in shorts? And he's like, hey, listen, you got to stop texting me. I'm really nervous. Oh, this sucks. Wow. And I was like, oh, God. Now I feel reprimanded. Right. And now I have that feeling of like... I can't fuck with him. It's his big night, but I'm like, I just want to watch the fucking tennis. And then you have that argument in your head with like another person, but it's really you. I'm like, yeah. what difference does it make if I'm wearing shorts? Who cares if I'm right, late? But he's like, right. this is my big special. What are you doing, you son of a bitch? Sure. So I'm having all that dialogue. So then like the match keeps going and going, and the creek is right off the same train line. Then Sarah texts me. She's like, the train's running like ah. shit. You better fucking, you better be careful. You better watch out. You better not shout. And eight o'clock show? Eight o'clock show. And now it's like 7.10 in the match. Oh. So I got to sneak down. Now I'm watching the match, like peering over the heads on foot, trying to see the last point. Ah. And then I'm going to sprint out. Ah. So I've invested four hours into this goddamn thing. I'm sweating. I'm jerking off. I'm fighting with my asshole. Yes. Finally, the last point serves. It goes, oh, game, set, match. And I just I shoot right out of there. I'm running oh. down the stairs like fucking uh, Tommy Lee Jones in The Fugitive. I didn't kill my wife. <laughs> Ford. I run out. I'm running on those big wooden planks. And it really feels like an action movie. Those yes. Big, that wooden boardwalk out to the USO. It's a great thing. I've never thing. seen any of this. You got to fly. You got to come out. to. Oh, you don't have to fly. You can take the train. I will. Folks, fly out to the US Open next year. It's such a great Great event. It's my favorite sporting event to attend. What I, is it, eight weeks long? Feels like you've been there for three days. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks long, and it was crazy. It dipped 40 degrees. It was 100 degrees during one match, and then the next week it's 60 degrees. Crazy Climate weather. change. So anyways, I get to the seven train. Right as I run up there, there's no better feeling than leaving a sporting event immediately. I don't know. I never leave one early, but I... You, rush out yeah i beat everyone so there's one train that there's like nobody on oh. the next train's gonna be filled with spectators like yeah but this one was uh you know i couldn't think of another world war ii reference where there would be no one on the train yeah maybe the, the train ride back was empty from the yes this is like this is like going back to Auschwitz. thank you all right so Auschwitz. i'm heading to Auschwitz, also known as the creek in the cave I get there with plenty of time to spare. Now I have a weird New York moment where I'm in shorts and a t-shirt and I'm sweating. So I get to Queensborough Plaza. Now at Queensborough Plaza, it's two more stops on the 7 to get the creek in the cave. Or I can transfer trains, take it two stops to my house, put on some pantalones. Oh, pantamonium. So I look at the clock. It's 741. I'd like to be there in about nine minutes, but I'm like... Let me run upstairs, see if I can get the train. Ah. If the train's not here, I'll run back down, get back on the 7, do the show in shorts. Great band, by the way. Which one? Some 41. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> not really, but it, it worked with the joke. So I run upstairs. The train is arriving. Ah! I go, 
Now I got a chance. So I'm going to Uber back. So I take the train to my house. I jog to my house. I throw on pants. My wife is there. Her sister and brother are visiting. That's why she had to leave the match early. Now you got a chit chat. So they're all eat, but they're not big chit chatters. Oh, so perfect. They're South American. They're eating uh, South African. Thank you. Even worse. They're eating, they're eating some noodles or whatever. And I go, hey, guys, I just got to take a quick shit and put on pants. They don't, they're like, what? They don't even look up. There's no greeting. There's no hug. Perfect. I run in. I take a big, long dump. And then it's one of these ones. <laughs> they got greeting problems. I only have so much time. But uh, I got I'm, I'm too much hydration. I'm eating chicken wings and Coca-Cola. My shit is like a mud flap of just... Someone else said, I can't remember who's, I think it was on Family Guy. It's like you have a brown magic marker yes. in your ass. I'm wiping, and with each wipe, there's like a quarter of an inch of shit and uh, seeds. You gotta, you gotta plug it at uh, that point. I got all kinds of seeds. I'm splashing water oh, on my butt. Seeds. Uh, yeah, I'm using it's Sarah's. Like bad weed. I'm like using Sarah's fucking towel tie. You know that little towel they wrap around their head? Yes. A twisty towel. Uh, a twist- I've never seen it. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's designed. It's a twist. Anyways, I jam that in my asshole, put on a maxi pad and a pair of glasses. Sure. Put my pants on. I go, I gotta go. I'll see you guys later. That's so what I go pack needs to hold the baby. So I leave. I gotta lift. I gotta get a lift now because it took me too long to wipe my asshole. You gotta lift after your asshole is wiped. <laughs> so I jump into the lift. He takes the long way home. I get to the creek, and now I gotta act like I've been in the whole time. What is it? Eight forty-eight? No, no. It's about eight oh two, eight oh three. All right. All right. Let's, they always start late. Now the nice thing about the creek is there's a room upstairs. There's a back room. There's downstairs. So what I do? I snuck right through the room. Went to the back. Stay. I had my thing all. So I was like, oh, I got here 20 minutes ago. I've been farting around uh-huh. talking to whoever. I, I spotted a couple people that I know that I didn't see Stone talking to. So I can say I was chatting with yes. Brendan Air. I had a couple Boy. of excuses. I'm proud of you. Look at you. So then I get in the green room. They're not even there. So then I just sit in the green room and I kind of lean back and put my feet up like I've been here a while. Yeah, yeah. Then Greg and Anthony arrive. It looks like I've been there. I got my guy get here at 7:40. Look at that! I love it. And you couldn't text them because you don't want to bother them. I got my pants on. Didn't want to bother you. I smell like shit, of course. But sure, the marker. They get there. I'm like, when did you guys get here? I've been up here since the 1961. I love it. Show goes. Not for me. I didn't do great, to be honest. Oh, really? Sometimes these album recordings, you know. They're waiting for the, the main They event. want the main guy and yeah. their family. So they're like, who is this douche? And then they all know Anthony, so they're waiting for me. But Anthony's killer. I had okay set. Stone killed. He ripped it. He really rose oh. to the occasion. Right. Ripped it. Stoney! Make sure you get this album when it comes out. It's going to be called Fat Spider-Man, I believe. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to fart. Hit it. Speaking of Louis Armstrong, (laughs) that was was great. That was a real season ticket. That was a horner. My God, that smelled wacky. I'm trying to eat a little healthier. I had a couple salads and a smoothie and uh, oatmeal, too. I heard a seed hit a (laughs) denim. Um, So anyways, I do the gig. Then we have a second show. We had a good hang. Two shows? Two shows. You got an album. You got to get a couple of shows in there, something to edit. That's two audiences he's got to fill. Right, exactly, which wow. is tricky. But a lot of comics came out to support. So then I tell them, like, listen, I, I feel bad. It's your big night, but I got a boogie. I had a 2.40 a.m. train uh-huh. leaving for Boston because I decided to take my nephew and my sister and my and whoever else, my dad, to the Boston College football game. I didn't know they had a 2.40 a.m. They got a 2.40 a.m. to Boston. It goes from D.C. I think it leaves D.C. If you ever work late night D.C., I mean, yeah. on a weekend D.C., I think it leaves at, like, 11 or 10.40 ah. or something like that. Shoots up to New York, gets there at 10.40, 2.40. Wow. So this is going to now now buckle up and hold on to something because this story is going to make you really upset. I got my taint in my hand. So I got a 2.40 a.m. train. I say goodbye to Anthony and Greg. I'm like, I'm sorry. I got to leave during your set because I got to go see my wife for a couple hours. I'm not going to see her for five days. I only saw her for two days, the whole thing. So I leave 
the creek, sneak out the back, took the train back home, get home. Now it's like 11 p.m. So we decided to watch some TV and a movie. I got a 2.40 a.m. train. So I'm like, I'll leave around 1.30 just to give myself time. Perfect. Then we start chatting. We get intimate. We start making love. And sometimes you make love. It takes a while because yeah. you get weird. You get wacky. You want to try something new. You lose track of jizz. And I'm, I mean, well, my ass is... Covered in shit still. It looks oh, like a, yeah. a litmus, not a litmus. What was the t- Warshak. Warshak. I got a Warshak on each butt cheek. What was the the image? Did you look at it? Was it your mom? I had her look at it. She said it looked like Groucho Marx. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was exciting. It's a funny shit. Uh, <laughs> good stuff. Yeah. So then it's too late. So I go, I'll just take a lift. That'll save me time. More lifting. So I take a lift now to Penn Station. Only takes about 15 minutes at that hour. Sure. So I get there in no time. I get there at 2.10 a.m. Trains at 2.40. And now I'm going to be tired the next day because as soon as I get home, we're going to the Boston College football game. We're going to do some tailgating and whatnot. What do you arrive at about 7A? Around there, yeah. Two, no, it's like a five-hour train because there's a lot of stops. And for whatever reason, they stop at New Haven for like a half hour. Huh. I've taken this train before. It sucks. So it's longer than a normal train. It's like uh, a five-hour. So cool. it's 240 to 750, I think was what it was. That's the longest you want to be in New Haven. It's a long train. So it gets there at 750. So I get to the Penn Station at 210 a.m. on a Friday night. So it's a little rowdy, a little wild. You get these Long Island people and a lot of just garbage. And then there's unfortunate... You know, homeless people and such, addicts, Uh the whole situation. Oh, yeah, it's bananas over there. It's a seedy place. So I walk up to the big board. As you are all familiar, everyone that's traveled from Penn Station, you got that board. Well, they don't have that anymore. Oh, that's gone. Now it's electronic. Oh, I love the ticker. We lost the ticker. Damn it. Ticker, please. Love the ticker. Season ticker. Uh (laughs) Um, (laughs) Uh-huh. Maybe that's what the lyric is. Season ticker. Ticker. Because it's definitely a grr in there. There's a grr. They're angry. It's a little tricky. Anyways, (laughs) I get up there. I look at the board. It says delayed. Oh, I hate a delay. So immediately I'm bummed. It's 2.10 a.m. My train's not for a half hour. I'm already there early. Half hour train. I'm already leaving it close to 3 a.m. It says delayed. But not specific. Just says delayed. Yes. Which right away, I've been around this earth a few times. I go, this is going to be bad. This is real bad. But maybe it's a 10-minute delay, 15-minute delay. If Who knows? Lucky. So I don't even sit down. I just, I'll just i just stand here. I'm looking at my phone. I'm reading articles. And I'm just staring at the board. And I'm tired now. I've been up all day, of course. It's late. I mean, even for night owls. 2.20, 2.30, that's late at night. And you've had some sun on your asshole. You've had some shit on your asshole. You've had some shows. You, you're, you've done some things. Long day, stressful day. I mean, I don't want to say stressful. I was watching tennis. But I get stressed for these Shapalova matches. Chapalopaf. Uh-huh. Chipotle. So I'm sitting there. Now it's getting closer to 2.40. It's 2.35, 2.40, 50. Still mm. just says delayed. Nothing Ugh. specific. Give me some info, people. Info wars. And this whole time, you got guys walking by in garbage bags and a woman going, what you looking at, motherfucker? Just crazy stuff. And there's people yeah. popping out from behind racks. And there's sure. A, luckily, there's a cop walks through every once in a while. Then there was two homeless people fighting each other. She's like, he's trying to fuck me. And the guy's like, I ain't said shit. She's like, he tried to rape me. Damn. He tried to rape me. I mean, they're, they're like, unfortunately. Souls, sure. addicts, and and I don't know. The Me Too movement got down to the hobos. No, it's a it's a bad scene. You feel for these people. They're also screaming. You're like they're they're right, right. They're poor souls, and I and I feel for them, and they need help. But and at the same time, they are like, don't try to rape me, motherfucker. And there's, <laughs> it is they're dropping the the season ticket word quite a sure. bit. Sure, and and this is Grand Central. 
Uh, no. What's the, Penn Station. Oh, this is Penn Station. Penn Station, which is worse than Way Grand worse. Central. Grand yeah. Central at least has some beauty in it. You exactly. Know, big and the giant ceiling and the, uh, the constellation there. Well, that's the thing with a flight delay, as much as it sucks... An airport costs $400 to get in there, yes, and there's security. security. This is Penn Station. Good I mean, this point. is the dregs of society down the here. The general pop. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and now it's 3 o'clock, 3.10, 3.50. Now it's 3.30 a.m. Still just says delayed. Yeah. So I call Amtrak. I'm like, this is fucking absurd. Good for you. I call Amtrak on the phone. I get through to a lady named Jennifer, who was pleasant enough, but it's like I was talking about a couple weeks ago. There's no accountability. I'm furious. I'm fuming. I mean, I want to go home. I want to go to bed. Yes. I go, hey, can you tell me what's going on with train 66? I tweeted at Amtrak. I go, train 66 just says delayed. I've been sitting here Uh-oh. for an hour and a half. And she goes, oh, let me let me see. I'll look it up. And I go, yeah, it just says delayed. We've been sitting here. And she goes, I'm nervous. Oh, she goes, well, there's flooding in Baltimore. Huh. She goes, so that train was stuck. It's moving now. Uh-huh. The new scheduled time. Is 5.25 a.m. Oh, 5.25. I go, what? I go, are you fucking kidding? Are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, sir, sir, please. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. I was like, you have to let people know this. Yes. We've all been sitting here for an hour. I would have gone home and gone to bed. Like, I, I could have gone to sleep. Other members of your train kind no. of congregating? Uh, only a few people because it's so late at night right, that there's not right. that many people there. So then, while I'm talking to her, it comes up on the board. It says, now scheduled for 4.30 a.m. Oh, you gained an hour. I go, hey, it's saying 4.30 here. You're telling me 5.25. Which one is it? Yes. She goes, well, they should have more accurate information. Oh, of course. And I'm going, well, this is insane. I was like, why wouldn't it say, why weren't you updating us? Because you just want us sitting here. I'm like, I would have gone home. Yeah. So finally, I hang up with her. I go, it's not your fault. I know. But I'm like, you can see why I would be infuriated. She's like, yes, it's very frustrating. I'm like, this is obnoxious. I was like, you work for this company. This is no way to treat people. Yeah, we just want some acknowledgement. And here's the thing. It's an act of God. It's a flood. But just let us know. Let so us I'm know. Not, I've been staring at this board. I could have gone home. Yeah, we're in the dark here. We're so clueless. Now it's 430. And now you have that weird thing where you just want to do something about this. Yes. But you, you realize, you can, I'm like, maybe I'll go home. Maybe I'll rebook. But I'm like, the game, the next day is at 1 p.m. We're supposed to be leaving at 10 a.m. I'm like, I got to get there. Right. And a car, it was Labor Day weekend. To rent a car was like 400 uh, bucks. Forget about it. And so I'm just sitting there. You just got to take it. It's the, Yeah, right up the tailpipe. sucks about these these times and these corporations. You got to take it right up the fucking dirty asshole. Mm-hmm. And so I go, all right, I, I got to bite the bullet. I got to sit here another hour. So I got there at 2.10. The train finally arrives at 4.30. So two hours and 20 minutes of just sitting on the floor at Penn Station, staring at this goddamn board. Ah, you could have been balling the Tolamash. Infuriating. Brutal. So finally I get up there, and then luckily they made up some time, and then the the train is five hours long at that hour because they sit at New Haven for whatever reason. Hate the but, New Haven. But they didn't have to sit at New Haven because it was so ah, late, so they good. were back on. So it wasn't that, it didn't end up being that late. But Old Haven. I was doing that thing where you're trying to sleep and you keep head nodding. Oh, and like, yeah. You had the the seat next to me was open, which felt good, but then you're still trying to sit and wrangle. It's just a horrible sleep. But I finally got home, and when I got home, my sister and my nephew and my dad they were waiting for me. Uh, we went to the Boston College football game. My my nephew's so excited. Have you snoozed? I snoozed. That's all I can do is snooze on the train. So wow. no real snoozing. So what, you get an hour and a half, maybe Maybe two? an hour and a half on and the train. Right to the game. And they keep stopping. So it's going, well, welcome to uh, New Haven, Bridgeport. Uh, Fuck your dick. 
It can't get any REM. It was brutal. No REM. REM job. So I finally get up there. Then I meet them. But then this is what I've learned. With one night, you can just plow through, and it's a fun thing. I hear you. But a hot day, uh, hot afternoon, I'm you, wearing pants. Are you getting all wonky? You know, you're out in the sun, you're on no sleep, you're gay, it all, it's all culminating. Oh, I'm whoopy, I'm wonky, it's a whole thing, and it's uh, it's Boston College versus UMass, who's like a, basically a Division two team, so BC lit them up, but it was fun to take my nephew there, and we got on the little shuttle, we drove in, we parked, we had some laughs, none of us had any BC gear, so we went to like the store, we all bought a bunch of Cheapo Depot shirts. Nice. And now we got the brand new shirts with the tags on them. I prefer AD. Took some photos. That was fun. Then we go to the game. Great game. I mean, it's hot as fuck. My nephew high five with the players, which was hey. exciting. And uh, that was fun. He gets, you know, it's good to see a game through the eyes of like a 10 year old. Yes. He's just dis- discovering the game and sports. And so that's fun. He met some players. High five. They got this kid named AJ Dillon, who's like a big star. All right. So that was exciting. We watched the game. BC kills them. And then, like, in my mind, I'm like, it's it's so hot. Oh, another fart? You want one? Yeah, please. Wow, that was a cutie. Yeah, that was fun. Oh, it doesn't smell cute. Oh, yeah? I'll yeah, be the judge see of that. Get some of this. Ah! <laughs> that's, that's bad news, bears. Woo-wee! Sounds like my underwear at the U.S. Open. I don't, I don't know. You, I know you don't like the guac, but tell your pants. <laughs> um, but anyways... Great game. And then I'm like, hey, if you guys want to beat it, it's like 55 nothing at halftime. Like, you want to beat it? Uh-huh. And my nephew's like, what are you, crazy? Yeah. We'll get the game. So I was like, all right. So we watched the whole game. <laughs> Good game. Fun times. Fun weekend. And uh, I mean, I got more, but I'll have to get to it another time because I'm, I got dicks in my butt. Well, I don't have my. I'll just say Omaha, it's a cute city. There's not much going on. But we went to the zoo. Me, Sean O'Brien, the lady, and Chris Allen went to the Omaha Zoo, which is, they say, the second best zoo in the country. Really? After San Diego. Really? Yeah, that's what, what about, they say. What about Bronx and St. Louis? Bronx like, those are big stinks. ones. Does it really? I've talked about this before. I went last year. I wanted to kill myself. I almost threw myself in the lion cage. I was really? dying out there. Really? Oh, Bronx. It's so dated, and the, all, the, all the old technology sucks, and the lion hates it. It's brutal. Well, St. Louis is something. Sarah and I went, and I got, saw a polar bear. Oh, yeah. Drank Coca-Cola. a Coke. That was All fun. right, so yeah, we go to the zoo, and it's like I I do the cool headliner thing. I go, oh, let me uh, spring. No, you sprung. Big mistake. Oh, Those boy. zoos are nothing nice. There's an aquarium in there. There's a planetarium. There's a, an Aquarius and a vegetarian. It was. It's like so much in there. There's a water park. So uh, boy, you get creamed on the uh, the. Uh, what do you call it? Admission. Thank you. But we're in a bad zoo place. Because if you're 10, you get a discount. If you're 80, you get a discount. If you're in the military, you get a discount. If yeah. you're in college, you get a discount. If you're gay, you get uh-huh. a discount. We're right in the the meat of no discounts. The gooey middle. Yeah, well, here's the clinker. Chris Allen, Air Does he Force. he get a discount? Air Force guy. Oh. And he goes, he's a season ticket. Yeah. So he goes, uh, I, I was in the military. And the, the lady goes, oh, well, if you're in the military, you can get a discount for all four. Oh, really? And I go, oh, my God. So I go, put your card in there, you fucking private eye or whatever you call it, private. And uh, I. He, <laughs> he puts it in. And she goes, I gave it all a discount. I go, thanks. I look a, a dollar off each. Oh, it's the military. I know, they get no love, these They're, army folks. Hey, freedom isn't free, bitch. Let's get Yeah. <laughs> come on. Where's Uncle Sam? I can vote. So uh, we got a dollar off that 
Didn't help much. $4 total. So we go in there, but we have a great time. It's 8,000 degrees. We saw some Mennonites. Mennonites? Yeah, they're like Amish, but not. They had a cool stroller. I don't get it. One of them had a Blackberry. I like Men in Tights. Aha. Uh-huh. Great film. Yes, I like Persononites. Keep it equal. So uh, mm. we go in. We see some dumb stuff, some good stuff. We saw the gorillas were cool. The lion was all right. Uh, no, no, none of these. You know, somebody had a great analogy, and I, I can't remember who it was. It was some athlete. But he said whenever he meets kids, they always want him to be like an athlete, like throw a ball and tackle me. But he's like, I'm just a guy. It's the same with comedians. You know when you go see a lion, he's just laying there sucking his own dick and eating a twig. Uh-huh. And you go, what? I thought the lion would be climbing the walls and eating a guy and beating up a polar bear. No, he's sad. He's, he's, he's in captivity. It's like comedians. You know, they always go, you're not that funny in real life. No, I'm sad. I'm in captivity. I'm in an Uber. Yeah, get off my ass. I'm captivated. But it's so true. I watch the lion. I go, ah, he's being kind of boring, but this is what he is. This is who he is. Yeah. They're not killing a monkey every 10 seconds. No. So, uh, yeah, zoo is funny. Then you go to the reptile. I hate any any exhibit where the uh, they're not furry to me is a bummer. Oh really? Well, you got. I hate the snake. The snakes are just sitting there. No, snakes are creepy. All the insects suck. The fish suck. I like a penguin. Is that fur? I think they're fuzzy. I don't know if it's fur. Maybe pubic hair. I don't know. Feathers? I don't know. Maybe it's a feather. It's like a furry feather. It's not a feather. I think it's like uh, that new AstroTurf. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's like pool felt. Yes. So, (laughs) penguins are... It's got to have some fur if I'm going to blow it. So, uh, yeah. I haven't shaved in some time. Ah, well, start growing. So, yeah, we have we do a good four-hour zoo sesh, and we really get our steps in. Because you don't go on the road, you're not getting any walking done. No. So then we uh, we go back home, and uh, yeah, we just got drunk, and some shows were good, some were rough, uh, a lot of papering, never hit a bonus, and uh, flew back home. Yeah, these are tough, tough times. Tough to times. Summer is s- tough. Sell the tickets. I, I don't know what's going on anymore. I mean, I'm in uh, Cleveland this week. If you're if you're listening Ooh. and you're in the Cleveland area, for That's God's big sake. Big room. Big room, but come out. At this point, I'm not looking to even hit bonuses. I just want to see friendly faces and voices out there. Yeah. People that care, and it makes the show better to have some fans, and it really does mean a lot when you say hello. And Yes. Uh, we really appreciate it. So buy, buy a ticket in advance because it helps us get booked back. They go, at least they sold some tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a, lot of, a lot of Tuesdays in Cleveland, but again, there's not... There's eight of them. There's not 450. Yeah, so so spread the word. Tell some friends. Say, hey, check out this podcast. But make sure they're not too sensitive. We got a little wacky up here. But so tell some people. Say, hey, if you want to brighten your week, listen to some of the, these two guys be goofballs. Yes. Because comedy, it feels like a lot of this edgy, irreverent humor. But we're trying to hold on to it. I know. It's a dying art. Dying uh, fart. Dying fart. Yeah. Something died in you. <laughs> so s- tell some people about it and tell some people to come out for God's sakes. Yeah. Bring a friend. And all the people bring friends. They go, hey, I brought my Uncle Charlie and my dead aunt and all that. So we appreciate it. And God love you. What? A gal gave me this beautiful card with the Chewbacca on it. It was amazing. I'm blanking on her anal, but uh, she was great. I got a lot of cards. I, I just did Tampa this weekend. I'm going to talk about that on the next ep. Yeah. Next episode is going to be something. How about this? Sarah and I, we flew, uh, we had a layover in D.C. We flew to, I'll, I'll, I'll tease Huntsville, because I had Ooh. some Huntsville, I got some Nashville, yeah, I got a lot of Tampa, stuff. I got a couple on. Pearl Jam shows, too, I got to get into. I got a lot to get into. Yeah. But that Amtrak story took some time, because I really... That's a honker, though. Yeah, it really fucked my ass. That was lunch. So Sarah and I, we flew to Huntsville, Alabama, Woo! which I had heard was a great city, and I heard wrong. Oh, I've never uh, heard that. Alabama's tough. Well, Huntsville, it's a nice city. It's just it was it was tough sledding. But anyways, we had a layover in D.C. So we fly from New York to D.C. 
Then it's one of these layovers where your, your flight is on the other side of the airport. So we had to take a little shuttle bus. We take the shuttle bus. I'm like, we could have walked. This was silly. Yeah. We get off. We walk upstairs. Who's sitting there? Take a guess who's sitting there. Oh, gee, well, give me a, is it a celebrity? Is it a fellow comedian? Is celebrity, it Celebrity, famous uh, person, old. All right, he's Kirk a, Douglas. No, he's of the African-American persuasion. Uh, Sidney Poitier? No, close. Wow. Uh, Civil rights guy. Dick Gregory died. No, not Dick Gregory. Uh, I'll tell you, this guy, here comes a big clue. This guy... Was standing next to a guy Jesse Jackson. who got shot in the face. Yeah, Jesse wow. Jackson. Oh, I can't believe it. And I just want to go. You want to go up to him and say, "What was that like?" Yeah, he was standing there. He got shot. Sixty-eight. That's crazy. Holy hell! Early morning, April four. I mean, Jesse Jack, Jaime Town. It's hard to not want to talk about anything except like, "What was that like?" You're sitting there. Of one course. second he's there. One second he's gone. But, I feel uh, like he would he would be cool with that. He seems like a go with the flow kind of guy. I don't know, maybe. I mean, but he's probably tired of it. And yeah, I he just want some white nerd coming up and be like, "Tell me what when your buddy was shot." Yeah, I guess so. It's a good point. Maybe he thought you were into it. You know, like that was crazy, huh? How cool was that? But it was quite One a for sight. The good guys. We came right up the stairs. And he was sitting there. He looked like a like a Buddha. He was just sitting there, like ha- half eyes half up with a little half smile. Wow. Like, wow, that's Jesse Jackson. How What's exciting! He doing in, is he back in the Man March? What's going on? Well, he's in D.C. and he. You know, probably flying from D.C. to somewhere. Oh, all right, all right. I didn't know there was a big rally in town. Oh, maybe there's always rallies happening. We got we got to resist and revolt yes. and suck each other's dicks. Rally, good burger. Oh, uh, so anybody's uh, want to plug this Cleveland date? For God's sakes, please! Yes. For God's sakes, buy your tickets in advance. Come on out. I got Canner on the show. He's something. He's a he's a hometown boy. Ohio. So come on out to that. Join the Patreon. We can't say it enough, folks. No. If you're not on the Patreon, you are missing out. Just put a bonus up last week. We'll put some queefs up soon and a lot of stuff cooking. Yeah, I'm going to get one with Matt Wayne this weekend. So Ooh. it'll be out in a couple days. Love the Wayney. So uh, hilarities in Cleveland. Check that out. I'm coming back to Washington, D.C., October 19th and 20th. The Draft House. I love that room. Wait, little D.C.? D.C. Draft oh, House. Oh, that's a great room. Little great black city. box theater. Come down. I love that city. I mean, I just love Washington, D.C. That's where I saw Jesse Jackson, as I just mentioned. Yeah, J.J. The weekend after that, October 25, 26, 27, Sacramento Punchline. There's got to be some uh, Central Northern California Tuesdays out here. Haven't been in that room since you and I did it with DeRosa way back in the day. Oh, that's a great room. That was right before I went to Peru. That's right. September of 2010. P.U. Come on to that. And then that leads right into October 30th. We've already sold some tickets. Hollywood Improv, Live Tuesdays with Stories, Burt Kreischer, Nick Vatterod, Henry Phillips. Yes. That is going to be a special night. Bring your poster money. You're going to love it. It's going to be fucking killer. And then... November, this is a ways away, but I will be at the Funny Bone in St. Louis, another one of my favorite clubs. They were headlining me before everybody. Oh, I think I'm there right after you. Oh, of course. November 15, 16, and 17, I will be there. Dr. Grin's again at the end of November, and then December's going to be crazy. I got Portland, Raleigh, Philly. It's going to be a wild month. Yeah, so please come on out. Buy tickets so we can keep working these places. Yes, and we love you. We want to hug you, and we'll get a gay photo with you. Yeah, we're desperate. And the Chipotle gift cards are so uh, touching, and they really do it. help. I've been uh, lending out some money to family members and wives, and yeah, it all goes to good places. Totally, yeah. I got a bunch of weddings this year, and that shit adds up. The flights, and then you got to get the suit, then you got to get the gift, and then you got to get the anal. All right, I'm at Gotham Comedy Club. 
hometown. That's not true. I'm from New Orleans, but I live here now, yeah, live here. It's and I have a home here. Yeah, it's I own your hometown. It. Homeowner, so uh, come to this. See, I've never done Gotham. It's a big honor. It's a milestone to headline a big room in, in New York. So love that room. Love that room. Love that club. Love this city, and I love you. Buy Stress the tickets. Oh, sorry, what? So I said, buy the tickets. Yeah, Stress Factory season tickets. Stress Factory. After that, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Then I'm at Uncle Vinny's, which I hear good things about. I hear it's like a real back roadhouse kind of place. God, I used to open for DePaulo there Is way that right? back in the day. What yeah, do you yeah. think? It's good. It's like a restaurant. You got to bust their balls a little bit. Like, oh, it's that your fat wife? You fucking oh, weird. What are you in the oh. mob? This guy's a mob guy. Oh, boy, I'm going to get shot now. Not sure about it. Woo! That uh, kind of stuff. All right. I can, I can call Lady Fat. Yeah. Uh, then I'm in uh, Funny Bone in, uh, what do you call that? Cincinnati. Oh, Cincinnati. Over the Rhine with Chris Allen. And uh, then uh, we got Rumors in Winnipeg. That's a... That's a bleak, long week. I love that. You're going to be playing a lot of Monopoly with the boys. Yes. Uh, I don't mind Monopoly. I'll go directly to jail. Thank you. Uh, then I'm at Laughs in Seattle, which I love Seattle. love that city. I like the club. Zanies in Chicago. Appleton, Wisconsin. Pittsburgh Improv. Laugh Boston. And, uh, yeah, of course, the Hollywood Improv on... October 30th live show. Don't forget that. Hit the Patreon. Merch pump is still cooking. Don't forget the merch pump. Get a t-shirt. Get a t-shirt. Bring it to the live show. Get the poster, as he said. And uh, we got a shout out to Laughable. We love you. And Chipotle. You know we're on the. We're nipping at your heels. You can feel us. Just because we say uh, season tickets too many times doesn't mean we're bad people. And uh, yeah, be nice to each other. Watch Sam Morrill's special. It's probably out this week. Oh, yeah, it came out. Or no, it's out Friday. Yeah, it just came it out. It just came out, and Becky Owens' album, and Kreischer special, and yeah, the whole thing. Check it all out. I'm gay. We'll all see right. you in hell. Praise Allah. God love you. <laughs>